Hello and welcome back to The Brunch Files, where we serve up bottomless brunch-worthy topics about life in your 30s. We're your hosts, Tegan and Rachel, and on the menu today, we're going to be talking about finding balance and what we do to get back into routine after some time off or time away or just a hectic period of life. That's it. Maybe it's a holiday, maybe it's sickness, maybe it's just a crazy time at work or in your personal life. Maybe you've just been in a rush and you're really struggling to um, pull yourself together. Um, but we thought it might be a fun one to jump into. I've um, just got back from a holiday myself and got sick afterwards and then had a birthday. So it was something we were sort of talking about and Tegan, you've just had a crazy time at work for a few weeks and just like a lot of our routine or our normal practices have fallen to the wayside at times. Mm -hmm. And we thought, why not talk about this and talk about the things that we do to sort of get back um, to routine yeah, but just quickly before we dive into all of that, um, we did just want to give our social channels a little bit of a plug and just give you all the an encouragement to go ahead and follow us on Instagram and on TikTok. We're just the brunchfiles.podcast. And thank you to everyone who's followed mm. us so far. It's been really lovely to have the support of our friends and family and, you know, even just people sharing it um, with their networks. And, you know, maybe it's people that we don't even talk to that often. So thank you to everyone who's sort of mm. getting behind us. It's it's been, um, yeah, we're really excited, obviously, we're doing this podcast and it's been, you know, a little bit nerve-wracking putting ourselves totally. out there, but we hope you're all loving it so far. So, yes, please give us a follow. And if you have anything you'd like us to chat about, feel free to drop us some, some suggestions because we're all ears. Absolutely. So, yeah, I guess, um, yeah, as Rach kind of covered, you know, she's just got back from a holiday. So, um, maybe you could just give us a little insight into your holiday. I've not had a holiday this winter and I am feeling like I need one. So I'm going to live vicariously through you. So I did. I just got back from Hawaii. Sorry <laughs> if you're in Melbourne and suffering through this horrible um, rainy winter. Uh, I met a friend actually from the US. We hadn't seen each other since sort of pre-COVID. So we were like, where can we meet? Met halfway. Um, it was incredible. I ate so much pro-kay. Um We hiked and swam and snorkeled, sat by the pool and drank cocktails. It was really just a lovely girls trip and time to get away, enjoy some warmth and sunshine. And then I came back to rainy Melbourne and I promptly got sick, probably like some plain germs. Mm. But yeah, I had all these grand plans that the week after I got back, I would jump back um, into my routine and and get back on track. Um, And we were talking a little bit about that term and how that can be a little bit problematic because we put this pressure on ourselves to be on track all the time. But what does that actually mean? And is it, is it more about um, implementing routines that work for us and make us feel good and are good for us, mm. but also finding the balance between that and living your life? Yeah. And, you know, obviously the springboard was Rachel sort of getting um, back from her trip and we were texting and she was saying, I'm just so keen to get back into routine. And we kind of thought, hey, let's dive into this because it might not be that you've got back from holiday. Mm. It might be that, you know, I know we're we're nearing the end of winter here now, thank goodness. But, you know, dark, short, cold, wet days really aren't that inspiring Mm -hmm. when it comes to sort of getting out and doing all the things that we want to do. Or it could just be a really hectic period of life. And yeah, I think, as Rach said, we do put this pressure on ourselves to you know, I suppose just be perfect. And I think there's lots of things around, it's probably rooted a little bit in, you know, diet culture, Mm. but I also think social media is a really terrible culprit, like that girl trend. Mm. Like that's probably a topic for a whole Mm. nother podcast, but I think it can be really problematic and just make us feel that, you know, we have to be, you know, if we're not um, hitting our 
exercise routine, if we're not doing our meal prep, if we're not finding time time to meditate four times a week, if we're not getting to bed at seven at um sorry at nine p.m. <laughs> yes, every please. night and waking up at five thirty a.m. just springing out of bed, you know that we're we're failing. And I think um yeah, I think we wanted to dive in a little bit into that idea of like routine and as Rach said, maybe it's less about routine and more about balance and sort of what are the some of the things that we find that help us stay in routine and also what things might send us off balance and what we do to sort of get back. Yeah, that's it. So what, I guess, do you want to tell me a few things that you do to get back into routine after maybe it's a holiday or maybe it is um, like lately you've just had no time for your Mm. personal life because you've been working ridiculous hours and trying to get something sorted at work. So what are some of the things you do that help and work for you? I think it probably happens in two parts, but um, something I've been making a really conscious effort to do probably only in the last couple of years is if I've been away so it could even just be for a a weekend away it could be you know a 10 day or two week long trip um, is to actually put a day between getting back from that experience Mm. and going back to work Um, obviously sometimes leave balances don't allow for that (laughs) but I was notorious especially through uni and my early first couple of years of working full-time of you know leaving the day that day that you finish work, like in the evening or very early the next day and then getting back, you know, late afternoon and then going to work the very next day. And there's just so much that happens when you get back from a holiday, even though it's amazing, but you come back to mountains of washing, you probably come home to no food in the fridge, um, you know, things just might be, your house might be a bit dirty because you didn't get a chance to clean it before you go away. And I just find that if any of those three things kind of happen, it just sets me up to be really stressed and really sort of anxious throughout the week. So now what I do is, yeah, try and have a day that I can come home and sort of do that life admin and get things back into a sort of bit of order Mm. uh, before then diving back into the work week. You're so good at that. And this is a um, concept Tegan actually introduced me to because I'm notorious for maximizing the holiday time like flying back in at 10pm on the Sunday and then going straight back to work because I don't want to lose a day that could have been spent, you know, overseas or wherever wherever I'm going um and you've actually shown me the value I think of having that buffer day um I still haven't really am- implemented it but um mm. I've thought about it <laughs> yeah and I I just think that you know if we have all you know the purpose that we go away is to relax and recharge mm-hmm. and that you know even though holidays yeah they are that they also can be quite busy you're doing a lot of things traveling can be really exhausting Jet lag exactly so that day is can be really valuable and also I think something I've been trying to embrace as part of all of this is that you know if you are going through a really hectic period of work sometimes just taking a random Monday off mm, and yes. just to do nothing at the end of the day your leave is there to rest and like you can do fun things with it as well but I think just really trying to be intentional about that time and um yeah using it to your advantage a little bit mm-hmm. and yeah because there's nothing worse than getting back from a holiday rushing straight back into work feeling crazy stressed that whole week because you're Mm -hmm. trying to scramble and find time to do washing and buy groceries and you get uber eats five times because you didn't you've got nothing in the nothing in the fridge and then you get to the weekend and you feel like you've just got so much life admin to do that you kind of fall in a heap come the following sunday afternoon it's like you never had a holiday yeah and then it also kicks um the whole finding your routine and your balance down the road a whole nother week potentially yes. another if you've really not pulled yourself together yeah yeah so I've just rambled for like five minutes no, I about what I do so <laughs> what are some of the things that that you do in terms of like the ideal sort of balance week yeah I think for me um a huge thing for me is uh is doing my click and collect order like doing my groceries I try and carve out time on a Sunday and 
get my groceries for the week ahead and uh, do meal prep. So then I'm set up and I know, okay, this is what I'm eating. Half of it's already done. Minimize time. I'm not someone that loves cooking. Like, so if I can just whack a meal that I've, if I can make, you know, 10 meals on a Sunday, whack it in the microwave when I eat it during the week, saves time, feeds me when I'm hungry and on the verge of getting hangry. Sorry, uh, sorry, Andrew. Um, <laughs> and then also just like, you know, if I can make a bunch of my breakfasts, if you know me, you know, I love my overnight wheat mix. Um, I can just make five of them, have them in the fridge, pull them out. And if I'm going into the office, you know, grab and go lunch is handy. Saves me money buying lunch, but it also helps me stick with my nutrition goals. I work with a fantastic um, coach, Paige K Health on Insta, a little plug. <laughs> we actually might be getting her on the program um, later on. But basically we plan out, yeah, have a meal plan each week. I plan that out and then do the shopping and do that food prep. And that, oh gosh, it makes a difference. Like how good does it feel on a Sunday night when your fridge is stocked, ready to go with um, grab and go meals or there's stuff that's already chopped up or you just have to, you know, cook the meat and put it all together or whatever. Um, and the other thing I love to do is um, basically map out my exercise for the week and almost put it into my calendar. So it's like an appointment with myself, I guess. Um, so like Monday I'll do my weights, Tuesday I'll be a big walk with Tegan, Wednesday I'm doing Pilates, um, you know, that kind of thing. And I map it out. So it's not then so much of a decision that I make each day. Like, will I exercise? Will I not? It's something that I um, I just do. It's basically non-negotiable. And that's not to say that, you know, if I wake up feeling exhausted um, and need to swap my weights for a walk, that I won't do that. But mm. there's far less chance of me um, not doing it if I've actually mapped it out. So they're two things that um, I stick to pretty rigidly because I know it sets me up for a good week. And it also, I feel so much better in myself when, mm. when I'm doing that. Yeah. I um, have to second the click and collect. Mm. Oh my goodness. Is that like the best invention? The best. Ever. <laughs> if Hash- you're not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> do like it. it's such a time saver. I feel like I've been doing it pretty religiously now for probably the last two or three months. And I have like rarely had to step foot mm-hmm. in a supermarket and it is glorious. <gasps> the dream. Don't you hate going to the shops? Yes. And on a Sunday afternoon, yes. everyone is there battling, trying to get their stuff for the week ahead yes. and it's mayhem. And not only is it convenient because you can literally do your grocery order like from your couch or at your computer, you know, and really think it through and then just go pick it up. And if you want it, it can be pre-bagged. You don't even have to pack your own bags. <laughs> but I do because I feel like it's ridiculous to buy bags every single time. I sometimes take a washing hamper and just chuck oh, it all in the I have, sort of I have forgotten bags once and just thrown it all in the boot yep. and things, some eggs may have been broken, <laughs> but it's fine. But I also find the biggest thing for me that I love about it is at the moment, as we all know, like groceries are costing a small fortune. Um, and I used to find that when I would go to the supermarket, you know, you're cruising down the aisles, you know, you, you get everything you need and you get like 70, 17 things that you don't need. Mm-hmm. And, and you there's know, like something's on sale and you're like, well, yeah, I'll get four of them. <laughs> so you buy four. And then you get to the you get to the register and you're like, oh gosh, oh, it's oh watching that it's going go up. up. And you have this like, <laughs> yeah, like this, uh, what do they call it? Checkout shock. It's awful. At the end and you're like, oh, hand over your card like, shakily take my money um yeah but I find that by doing click and collect it's so much easier because you get the total is right there and if it gets to the end and you're like oh that's a little bit more than I wanted to spend you can just easily go back what don't I actually just need delete things yeah also minimizes distractions because you're literally searching yes. for the items you need the items that are on your list and yes. that's all you get you can compare prices better yes. total convert <laughs> um but yeah so if you're not already on the click and collect bandwagon <laughs> definitely get on it um but that was a bit of a, a, a bit of a tangent. But as you can tell, we really love click and collect. Um, but I think getting back to the, the, the back to the topic, I think what you said around sort of yeah, like mapping out your 
your week mm. and sort of planning it planning it out in advance is really really great but the only thing I would say is that do you find that if you're trying to stick to that like 100 percent, it can almost be a bit like is that really achievable because mm. I think sometimes you know we, we have all good intentions but there's so many things that impact our ability to to be somewhere or do something that are outside of our control so is yes good good point yeah <laughs> and actually great example of that last weekend was my birthday and then I was all set like I had a great weekend indulged birthday cake all the things and I had this plan with myself that I was going to go into a calorie deficit on Monday and just do the, like just for a little bit because I've mm. had holiday and all these things and I was like I'll just you know get get back on track using that term that I often use with myself sometimes sets me up for failure um mm. because yeah I had this plan I'd sorted out my meal plan for the week and everything and then Monday came around and we had you know leftover cheeses and dips from the cheese board for my birthday mm. thing we had um half a bottle of wine that had been open the day before that was going to go to waste and that's tragic mm. um can't let that happen no and there was you know half a birthday cake um and Andrew's like Again, oh can't let that go no. to waste. and I'm like am I literally gonna throw all this stuff out or is it okay to drag out birthday week a little bit um have birthday cake for a few desserts maybe finish that wine with Andrew have some cheese mm. like it's the balance again because, you know, it, it, maybe sometimes 80 85% is good. I still had my lunches and um, brekkies made and stuck to that, but then we were a bit more flexible um, in the evenings and, you know, had that dessert, had whatever. And, you know, I, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah. Like I had to kind of then compromise and say, no, you know what, this week, and I've got it, we're, we're going away next week. And so it's like, this is probably not the best time realistically to start it, you know, move into any kind of calorie deficit and, and be trying to kick all these crazy diet goals or anything I'm like this is no let me enjoy these few weeks there's going to be a time probably end of August when I can knuckle down and focus on that but I think again we are recording these a little bit in advance yes (laughs) I don't know when this one's gonna drop but um, (laughs) and yeah it was kind of like it's it's okay and I guess being kind to yourself and Mm. and knowing that maybe sometimes being on track is not um is more about balance than being ticking every uh, every single box 100% of the time I actually feel like in some ways we should ditch the term on track mm. because what is on track yeah. in reality? And at the end of the day, I think it's very, very, very unlikely that you're going to be able to be 100% quote unquote untrack, 100, on track, on track, mm. on track, on track 100% of the time. I just think really honestly, probably aiming for 85, 90% is really feasibly all that anyone can really do in a given week because mm-hmm. there is always going to be that 10% variation and by saying oh I've got to do this 100% of the time could just end up making you feel really crappy when you inevitably do aren't able to meet it because it's just not really that realistic yeah and also maybe that other 10 15 percent I can't math what is that is that the other 10 15 yeah yeah sorry (laughs) five to 90 yeah 10 15 yeah you know that is sort of also when life happens as well you Mm. know that is a dinner out maybe it is uber eats I totally did that last night um you know there's those other moments meals out with friends going to the movies all that kind of stuff you know where you actually want to enjoy yourself and not be um beating yourself up because you are off track for a meal yeah and I think actually you've touched on a really important point there around routine and how like and maybe a whole part of being balanced is really not about just like health and Mm. fitness and I think this this extends more broadly across our life as a whole but there's also that space that we create for you know relationships Mm. that we have like with our partners with our friends with our family um you know that connection and actually having that genuine time to connect and spend quality time together and also making time for self-care so mm. no matter what that looks like it yeah, could is be. that a walk and exercise or is that a massage a facial yeah. you know time to yourself walking yeah. out in nature whatever it is 
Yeah. Well, you've because you've just had a really crazy time at work. Like you were saying, you've had to sort of almost carve out time to reconnect with Sean because even though you're living in the same house, um, you know, you're almost like ships in the night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the last three weeks have been like really quite hectic and um yeah even though like to, to be honest the last few weeks like health and fitness hasn't really been like a huge mm. like it's been ticking along and I've been going to my Pilates classes and getting walks in where I can but it hasn't been a huge focus for me but what I have found and that's been really challenging that period and I guess is a signal to me that I've been a bit off balance with a few things is that yeah I just feel like Sean and I haven't had a lot of time to we spend time together mm. but we've probably spent a lot more time just sitting on the couch watching Netflix, Netflix <laughs> which I mean, it can be fun. Yeah, you're together. There's a place but, for that, but you're not actually connecting. Mm. Or you know, we're we're sitting there in bed, you know, and he's reading his Kindle, and I'm scrolling on my phone watching reels. Mm. Again, you're together, but you're not. Yeah, spending time together, and I think, um, yeah, because work has been so crazy, and you know, I work in a very different environment to what Sean does, and it can feel like, and I know you, we've spoken about this before, that you know, you get home and you get asked the inevitable question, "How's your day?" Mm. and it's been so exhausting and the thought of ex- trying to explain why it's been so exhausting, why it's been stressful, why it may have been frustrating is um, kind of like it feels so exhausting mm-hmm. to have to go through all of that that I inevitably just say, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Next question. Yeah, and which I feel, you know, I understand why I do that in the moment but I actually think that it, it's not helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when you – I've had a similar experience and it just seems like – oh, by the time you've commuted home, you've dealt with everything from the day, the last thing you want to do is explain who everyone is and what happened and why and what this means and what that means. But, mm. And that the whole idea of starting to explain it is a lot, but I've often found that um, if Andrew pushes and digs and I actually start talking about it, then, mm. <laughs> then it can all come out. And But you f- how much better do you feel afterwards yes. when yeah. you've offloaded it a little bit? Yeah, and I think it just it, – it reminds – it's been a really good reminder for me of how important it is to sort of have like a scheduled – you know, scheduled, but like, you know – make time each week to date have night. kind of yes a date <laughs> night because we hadn't had one for like two or three weeks and um mm. it was probably a week or two ago that sean texted me just during the day and he was like i'm taking you out for dinner i love that and yeah. didn't, he, didn't he choose where you yeah, were going and where booked we, were, where we were going we had a voucher that we needed to use and even better. um you know when he sent that text message through i was like oh it's the last thing i want i just mm. want to i think it was a wednesday night and i was I like i just want to go, go to home bed. and i was in the office that day and um i was going to the office the next day and we have i have a bit of a commute um because we live a little bit further out from the city and I just thought oh I just I can't be bothered I just want to go home I want to put my pajamas on it's winter it's dark at like 6 p.m and um but anyway I was like no no we're going we went out for dinner it was actually so lovely Mm. and because you're there you know sharing a meal there's no distractions there's no distractions we put our we try to when we're out for dinner put our phones away um you know we just did chat and then it was that opportunity for me to like you say, I started talking and we just kind Cut of talked it all out and then I went home feeling so much better. Mm. And I think I probably slept better because I'd been able to offload a lot of the things that had been on my mind. Um, and, yeah, I just think it made me realise that part of me having a balanced week is about finding that time to connect with not just Sean but also friends and family mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and also prioritising that. Yeah, that's it. And it can be sometimes hard and like we spoke about that with, you know, um, maintenance of friendships and you wanting to check in with people and, you know, everyone's got a lot of stuff going on and you're trying to remember, oh, so-and-so was having, um, you know, had this appointment and I wanted to check in about it or – and then you feel like an awful friend if you haven't but it's like, um, I guess, again, that pressure you put on yourself and finding the balance with that. But I was going to say, great segue, you mentioned sleep. 
Mm. That is a huge part. Like I'm a seven to eight hour girl. <laughs> I mm. really need it. I'm not a night owl. I need to, I'm like in bed by nine. Mm. And I feel like, like you said, the first thing for you that goes is sleep. And I notice mm. when I'm stressed, it impacts my sleep because I'm normally a really good sleeper. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's also a really um, big part of, of balance and routine. Mm-hmm. And I think self-care, we often joke about like texting saying, oh, I'm starting my wind down routine. I think, like Rachel's, <laughs> I think Rachel's much better at that than I am. But I think having that sort of, there, I think there is something to be said for a nighttime routine mm. or of some description. It doesn't have to be complex, but I think just a bit of a, a, a that transition point between the day and going off to sleep. And I think I've been really terrible recently about I've actually being on well, my yeah. phone far too late. like Doom scrolling. Yeah, <laughs> well, just, just scrolling. There was, you know, sometimes it's really nice. Like it was a, night, a, a couple of months, uh, maybe a week ago where I just hopped into bed and I was just watching reels and everything was just so hilarious and it was great. Sometimes and I felt it's really good for it. But a lot of the time I find it can be quite mindless. Yeah. And I think if I do that and then I kind of, you know, don't take the time to maybe, yeah, kind of, you know, have dinner, maybe – have a chat with Sean, mm. then actually, you know, wash my face and do some of the things that I do that I know that make me feel good before yep. I hop into bed and I just end up lying there on my phone. I have a really crappy sleep. Mm-hmm. And then I think that then can compound into the next day. And yep. I often find that, yeah, if I am going, if I'm not sort of making those other areas of my life a priority, it really shows up in my sleep first. Mm-hmm. It's quite revealing. Mm-hmm. And then you wake up not feeling rested and then um, that can affect your appetite as well where you just kind of want to, you know, mm-hmm. buy treats because you're tired and the yeah. day's a struggle. Also mm-hmm. caffeine, massive one. Like um, sometimes when I'm on holidays, I'm like, oh, you have a few more coffees in the day because you're out and about and that's kind of what you want to do. But I'm I'm pretty sensitive to caffeine and if I, I basically cut myself off at 12 p.m. But every now and then if I have one like, up, uh, you know, if I have it after, I don't know, if I have it like 2 o'clock or something, I notice I'll lie there wide awake at night. Normally I get super sleepy and I'm off to sleep but I know when I'm lying there I'm like dang it when did I have a coffee I'm like oh it was after 12 like I'm so <laughs> sensitive um but again I guess it's little things like that that make you can make a huge difference and I think yeah coffee for me is what well. I do love my coffee Same. and I I we bought a coffee machine like a homemade barista mm-hmm. you know proper one uh last year it was a joint birthday present to each other and um yeah, I find that I love the process of making yes, my coffee. It's sort and of like, ritualistic almost. Yeah, and often mid-morning and especially when I'm working from home sometimes. I generally probably – I'm very much a solidly two coffee a day person these days, but sometimes it gets to, you know, one o'clock and it's like, oh, maybe I'll just have another one. Mm. It's so I just enjoy making the process, but then I think, yeah, I definitely do pay for it a little bit later on in the day. And I think as well, if I am going through a period of time that's a little bit stressful, it can really add to that. And I think caffeine can – kind of be a little bit of a um I, I do struggle with a bit of anxiety from time to time and I do think that um, it can kind of trigger that um and yep. just kind of exacerbate some of those under underlying things so yeah mm-hmm. caffeine's a, a good one another one to watch that and alcohol as well though um we were talking about that before um you know like when you're on holidays and you might you know you're drinking a bit more um I guess Regularly. Regularly. <laughs> yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, and I think getting back, that's probably another thing that I do when I get back instead of being like, oh, let's have a Tuesday night wine. I'll be like, no, nah, let's just, you know, mm-hmm. I basically have a no weekday alcohol rule just just because it kind of, I don't know, it's just something I set for myself and it means on the mm-hmm. weekend I can have, we can open a bottle and really enjoy it. Um, but it does, it impacts your sleep. Even one glass of wine actually impacts the quality of your sleep. So even if you feel like you're sleeping fine, you're not getting the quality um, even if you've had one glass. So I think it's little things like that, like caffeine, alcohol, like they can all impact that and the mm. quality of sleep you're getting. So it's it's just worth bearing in mind, I reckon. Yeah. I also think, especially now as we're starting to head towards spring and the day is getting longer Yay. and the 
summer months and all of that sort of stuff, I think that this whole pressure of being like back on track can kind of be compounded because I think there's a whole thing around like, you know, summer bodies are made Hot in winter. And all of these sorts of things that are just hugely pro- problematic and things that we do not support here mm. on the podcast whatsoever. But I think it's that sense of like, well, you know, as we, you know, our habits and our lives do have to change to adapt to the like physical season that we're experiencing. So I think it's a whole idea of like just easing in. Mm-hmm. And if you want to make a, a shift, like maybe there is something that you've been going, okay, like I want to start um, implementing mindfulness into my routine. Mm. Maybe don't say I'm going to now meditate for 10 minutes every single every day, single day <laughs> because you probably get to when you'll probably feel really great Monday, Tuesday and get to Wednesday and go, oh, yeah, I'm over. Maybe say I'm going to do it twice this week and mm-hmm. then see how it goes and then continue to add to it. So I think there's something to be said about, yep. you know, taking like just easing yourself into that, whether that be a new thing or when you're getting home or from a trip or from a particular crazy time of life, mm-hmm. just, you know, yeah, giving yourself a little bit of grace to just kind of, you know, ease, ease your way back and not taking that sort of all or nothing approach. Yeah, I think that's it. It's that whole not back on track, getting back in balance. Yeah, <laughs> back in balance. We're yes. telling ourselves because I know, as I said before, I keep defaulting to that term back on track. But like, again, what does that mean? And is that really what we need to aim for? Yeah. Um, another thing we spoke about in terms of uh, particularly probably coming back from a holiday, um, but finances and budget and trying to – Hawaii was very expensive. Didn't kind of realise <laughs> this before I went. Like I'd be paying, say, seven US dollars for a coffee and and I was like, don't even convert that into AUD because it's probably more like 13 or 14 dollars. I mean, um, you pay nearly seven dollars for a coffee sometimes, yeah. Yeah. which is ridiculous. <laughs> I can't believe it, but it's not like we're going to stop buying our ramen lattes. But no. um, yeah, and it's kind of like you go into holiday mode and you spend more and all of that. And then if you come back and you haven't kind of, um, you know, maybe done your groceries, made a bit of a plan for the week, you end up Uber Eatsing, mm. like Uber, buying Uber Eats, um, mm-hmm. buying lunch, you know, like it can kind of snowball and compound. So it's also, I think, some sometimes reining back in on some of those things when you get back mm, yeah and keeping that yeah I think finance like budgeting and finance is probably a whole like topic in mm. itself it's something we do want to kind of dive into as part of this podcast and um, it's become a little bit of a passion of mine so recently but I also think when it comes to traveling and budgeting and money there's something also to be said for you know making the most of an experience mm. so at the same time while you know you don't want to go putting yourself thousands and thousands of dollars into debt. It's one of the things, like I think you were saying before, you know, if you if it's a choice between making a meal at your Airbnb or going out to a restaurant that's super well, like looked really amazing, that's mm-hmm. something different to what you have at home, like just go to the restaurant. And like are you going to look back in 10 years and be like, I'm so glad we saved $50 and made crappy pasta at our Airbnb? Or be, are you going to be like, remember that amazing restaurant we went to and had this, that and the other overlooking such and such? Like yeah, exactly. perspective, I think. Yeah, and those experiences are worth, you know, the, like money's important. We should mm. all, um, you know, you've got to be conscious of it, cause mm. it's, you know, but at the same time, you, I would never want to miss out on an experience just mm-hmm. to save like a few dollars yeah. that probably aren't going to make an, a hugely consequential difference overall. Like mm. obviously, you know, within reason. Within your means. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And But yeah, Sean's, Sean's always um, – sometimes when I've been on holidays in the past and, you know, you get to the end and I feel like inevitably I always probably go – we always probably go a little bit over budget. Oh, don't we all? Um, because, you know, it's, sometimes you can't predict things like yeah. $13 – Coffees. coffees in Hawaii um but Sean's always got a really good um sort of counter to that and you know it's not just like YOLO but it's more just 
well, if we ever wanted to come back here and do that again, think how much more it's going to cost us to get to get back here and do it again. And we, that's just not going to happen. So while we're here, mm-hmm. you know, for the sake of the extra $100, which I suppose and we're, we're happy to acknowledge, like, we're in a privileged position to be yeah. able to do that. Um, it's like you've got to make the most of those times because, yeah. you know, yeah. That how many opportunities are you going to have? Um, and, and, you know, there's so many places to go in the world. So it's like, are you really mm. going to go back to do that? Probably not. So make the most of it. I mean, I think, you know, there's a time to splurge and there's also a time to rein in. Mm. And I guess it's back to a little bit of that, um, that finding that balance and, and, you know, exercising discipline when you need to. So like, yeah, you're back now. You can make those decisions. Like we can do our click and collect a meal prep and cut out, you know, some extras like alcohol during the week so that then when you're on holiday you can really enjoy it and again balance yeah and I think just to give a plug to the extra day buffer gives you extra time to go and do that (laughs) shopping so you're not buying your lunches and all of those things when you get back and you can kind of I guess help to like offset some of those costs that you incur while you're on a trip or you know all of that yeah that's it and I guess again it's being kind to yourself advice I really need to take and I'm working on but um not beating yourself up if you feel quote unquote off track, um, yeah. you know, it, and it, I think also it's, it's about doing things that make you feel good. Like I know that um, when I do those steps I talked about earlier, I feel better, better in myself and about myself. Mm. I only take a couple of days back into my routine, but it makes a difference. And I, you know, feel better as a person. And it might be the difference between, you know, a horrible body image day where you're just feeling awful and a few days back into routine, you feel better about yourself again. And, I think you're a better, you know, I probably am a better person when I'm, you know, sort of aligned and a bit more in balance. Yeah. And I think just to touch on what you said there, just, you know, a bad body image day and a few days being back on track. That's not even to say that you like, sorry, I used back on track, (laughs) but it's not even to say that anything like from an aesthetic perspective may have changed in that time. It's more just about, again, it's about how we feel and the effect that this thing, these things have on our mental health. It's not really about the aesthetics of, Mm. you know, it's about, yeah, I suppose just being, serving ourselves and doing things that make us happy and, and that enable us to be the best versions of, um, of us. Yeah, that's it. And look, we'd love to hear from you also. Um, what sort of things do you do to get back into routine, to find balance? Um, we'd love to hear from you. So do jump on our socials, send us a message, you know, we do want to build a bit of a community around this. And so we would love to hear from you. Well, I think um, that's probably all we have time for today. So thank you so much to everyone who's tuned in um, to this episode. And like Rach said, please go and give us a follow on our socials. It really does help us out. And if you've been listening to a couple of episodes as well, like you could leave us a review mm-hmm. on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening. That will really help us as well as we sort of try to you know, build this um, community and get our podcast out to, to more people. So thank you all again for joining us and we'll see you in the next one. See you next time. The Brunch Files would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the lands on which we live, meet, work and play, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging, and of course any First Nations peoples who may be listening today. This podcast is all about the adventures, stories and laughs of being a woman in her 30s. While we strive to entertain and share relatable experiences, please remember that our content is purely for fun and shouldn't be taken too seriously, and it's definitely not professional advice. Life is a wild ride and everyone's journey is unique. We believe that laughter is the best policy and we're just here to spread some joy.